Welcome to Community Association Car Chat. The number one nationally recognized community association video podcast. Join your host, David Velasco and Steve Roderick, advisors at JGS Insurance, a Baldwin Risk partner, every Monday as they catapult the multifamily industry forward by providing education and information about a host of topics that affect the community association world today. You can watch the show every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern live on LinkedIn or listen wherever you get your podcast as Dave and Steve give you your weekly dose of laughter and learning from the best in the industry. Let's get into this week's episode with our very special guest. Good morning, everybody. Wow. We just came back from Dallas, Texas for the CAI National Expo. I haven't taken off the hat since Friday night. Don't even think about me taking it off, Steve. It's staying on for the rest of the month. That was a startling sight first thing on a Monday morning. I got to say that that was very unexpected, David. I almost spit out my coffee. Oh, wow. It is Monday, so it's Car Chat Day. David, today we have another Dave. So today we have Dave Orr, and he's the CEO of CAMS. Welcome, Dave, to the show. And can you tell us a little bit about CAMS, your company, and what it is you do over there? Yeah. Thanks for having me. First and foremost, glad to spend a few minutes with you guys this morning. So CAMS is based out of Wilmington, North Carolina, and we manage residential properties throughout North and South Carolina, and we base it right out of the Wilmington market. Now, yep. how long have you been involved in community association management just at large? Well, I stumbled into it back in 2001 is when it really kicked off. You know, I had been on the developer side with Pulte Homes and Kehavnanian and then surfed over to the other side, over to property management, and it has been one heck of a great run. That's 20 plus years. So let's let's move up, fast forward a little to more recent times. What's going on? What's changed? What's happening in recent times? Well, needless to say, the world changed on us midstream over the last three years. I got here about three and a half years ago, Steve, and Cams was looking for somebody to come in and run their operation for them. The two owners have been doing it for 20 and 30 years collectively. Wow. And wow. they were ready to take a step back. They were really looking to kind of push things to the next level. And we're looking for some assistance relative to how do you break through that ceiling? So you're kind of touching on a topic that is very current right now in the industry. All the mergers and acquisitions that we see. Uh, people use the acronym M&A. I, I thought it was a candy in the beginning, but it turns out it's something completely different. But all these M&A that we see happening in the market, did that happen to your company too? Was that the goal for the owners to take you to the next level? It was. It had been kind of the vision. You know, they had kind of set some targets and goals that they wanted to hit and timelines. And so that was really the impetus behind bringing me on board. I had worked with some other larger organizations and, you know, retained things that helped us along the way that I learned that would be instrumental in us being able to accomplish what the two owners were hoping for with bringing me on board. So when you're looking at this, looking at a merger or a partnership, what kind of aspects or specific attributes do companies look for in each other's as far as partners? And by the way, David, I can't take my eyes off of that cowboy hat. You should wear it all the time. I, I, I will uh, in the office. Yeah, I'd second that for you, David. It is a good look. And I'm kind of accustomed to it. I spent six years in Texas and got a close friend who's been in Austin for probably 30 plus years. And 
was always begging me to come on down because the water was fine. And so I made that stint when I went down to associate. But the things that the team was focused on was really making sure that they left us in great hands. I think that was the most important thing for the ownership. Their single focus, no different than mine, is people. We're in the business of people. That's what we do. We don't make anything. We don't build widgets. You know, we deal in day-to-day, how do we help our people to be successful at the roles that they're in? So, you know, the really important piece to them was culturally, was it going to be a good fit? And so that became an important discussion for them and a, a very integral component to them being able to say, I do. So Cam's ended up partnering with which company? Associa. Wow. Okay. Very cool. So now what key piece of advice would you give to an owner or the CEO or the president of a mid-sized, small-sized management company looking to take it to the next level and partnering with somebody bigger? I think that's the question that a lot of people ask. And one of the things that we really looked at were what were the things that was homegrown first and foremost with CAMS, you know, 30 years in any business is a success story. And, you know, I think what they were looking for was really in order to be able to break through, what are the things that maybe they were missing or what are the things that they could focus in on to help us get a little bit better each day? And so we kind of identified the areas that were going to be integral to our success and how do we grow and how do you continue to grow? And then you have, I'll call it smart growth, making Mm -hmm. sure that you're really identifying the targets and you have a good plan. We really focused in on what were the most important things that we needed to accomplish, recognizing that you have to take the bite of the apple yeah. and you know, you're not going to eat the elephant all in one bite. And so it's a process. And that's really the things that we focused in on is what were the things that we needed to hone and get our skill sets better honed in on in order to be able to get to that next level. And, and the biggest thing was really people. Okay. So from the owner's perspective, do you have any advice or any challenge? Like what kind of challenges from the owner's side are are they need to get ready for? Well, I mean, the first thing is, is they've done business for X amount of period of time their way. And so first and Mm -hmm. foremost, having an open mind is going to be critically important because you're going to hear things that you might've heard along the way throughout your business experience or the journey that the business has gone through or its maturity or as it continues to mature. And you really just have to have a very open mind. And the single most important thing is going to be trust. Once you've made the decision and said, this is what we're going to do, and you officially say, I do, you have to trust it. Now on the employee side, what are some of the challenges that the property managers may face? And how can we reassure them? What's your take on that? Sure. You're really looking at new leadership at the end of the day, right? Your company just was sold to an organization. And the question mark is who's who in Whoville, as I like to say, and uh-huh. who are you going to work with, who you're working for, you know, what is cultural design and what is their vision for their organization and how well does it match up with us? The first thing I think most of us being good human beings think of is, hey, what's going to happen to me, right? That's first and foremost what happened. Each individual is going to focus in on that. And so our job is to make sure that we tell the factual story. Here's what to expect. Here's what you can look forward to. Part of the beauty is, is I came from that organization. And so I have great insight and we had others in our company that had been there as well. So there was a high level of comfort when it came to the explanations of what are the things that we can look forward to. Now, as far as 
where this is all going, this trend, this merger and acquisition movement that we see in the industry. Does it mean that in 10 years from now, there's only going to be like four giant monster property management company in the US? Or is there still going to be room for the mom and pop shops? If we take a look around in any one of our like industries, look at real estate, for example, we have new organizations that are coming into the fold and that happens on a fairly regular basis. It's regional in many instances. I think if you take a look at the why behind an organization like an associa would look to make this type of relationship and then invest into an organization like ourselves is when you take a look at the actual startup process, to go and do it completely organic um, takes a lot of effort and a lot of time, and it's not the easiest way to do it. It's probably a little bit easier to come in, buy an organization, and then help assist them, help them to grow, help them to get to the level and hit the goals and targets that they're focused in on. So no, I don't believe that we'll be 10 at one point. Do I believe that there's a consolidation that will continue? Yes. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And and again, there's something to be said for that. There's pluses and there's minuses to all of this. And there's a fit for all of this. Sometimes people say there's a butt for every seat. And not every community association fits in every mold of whatever the management company may have in store for them. So the variety, I think, is the spice of life. And having the smaller ones and the bigger ones so that there's, there's a fit, I think it's very important to be successful as a community, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, absolutely. Now, we'd love to talk some more about this, but we are running short on time, Dave. So if you guys need to get in touch with Dave, we're going to put his contact information in the comments down there below. But Dave, we'd like to give our guests an opportunity to recognize somebody who's been influential in their career, maybe, or possibly even a charity, somebody who's very important to you. So here's the microphone. It's all you. In my early part of my career, I was working at Pulte Homes in New Jersey, and there was a gentleman by the name of Gary Stefanoni who kind of took me under his wing and really showed me the finer points of business, how to manage it, the business of people. You know, if my mom and dad were here today, they would have been the first ones that I would have said that were my biggest influencers for sure. But in business, Gary is one of them and I've got others, a handful of folk that definitely made impacts, Michael Mandillo. These are folks that, you know, believed in me and I did the same with them. And so it was what helped me to grow into who I am today. Very nice. Well, we appreciate this shout out, especially to Gary Stefanoni. If you're there on the web looking at somewhere, it's for you. <laughs> In the meantime, we'll see you all next week for the next episode of Community Association Culture. And Steve, I'll promise you, I will still wear the hat. Oh, yes. Outstanding. Thanks for listening to Community Association Car Chat Podcast. The number one nationally recognized community association video podcast. Go ahead and hit subscribe to get the latest podcast delivered straight to your phone or tablet each week. And remember, you can watch us live on LinkedIn every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern on the Community Association Car Chat LinkedIn page.